0: This is the Public News Service Daily Newscast, April 1st, 2022. I'm Ross. Pennsylvania received more than $7 billion in federal relief money through the American Rescue Plan. Now, advocates and lawmakers are asking to invest what's left of that money in working families in the form of direct stimulus checks.
1: Pennsylvania received more than $7 billion through the American Rescue Plan, and $2.2 billion has not yet been allocated. Nick Presley with the Pennsylvania Budget and Policy Center says investing federal aid directly with working families would help the state's economy continue to recover from the pandemic. The best way to help Pennsylvania families and small businesses is to send them direct checks to help offset the costs that are coming as a result of an economic recovery that was faster than expected. He says one approach supported by some lawmakers calls for one-time rebate checks to low-income renters and homeowners low-to-moderate-income families, and individuals or small businesses that own vehicles below a certain size. They also want to see grants to small businesses affected by the pandemic. Republicans have advised saving the relief aid. They point to future operating deficits outlined in a report by the Nonpartisan Independent Fiscal Office.
0: For years, members of South Dakota's LGBTQ community have thought state policies they describe as discriminatory, and people who are transgender have had to do so without supportive local voices to turn to. But as Mike Moen reports, one group is trying to change that.
2: During this week's Trans Day of Visibility, South Dakota advocates not only paused to celebrate, but also discussed how to build support year-round. Jack Fonder is with the Transformation Project, which formed two years ago. He notes convincing all the state to embrace these individuals is half the battle. The trans community has lacked guidance when its members face backlash or deal with other obstacles.
3: We had parents that are reaching out to other states and having to travel to try to get that help and the assistance and how do I help my kid through that?
2: Fonder says their outreach includes welcome kits that detail resources in the region. The organization has also opened a free clothing boutique that specializes in gender diverse fashions while the Transformation Project is geared toward trans youth and their families, leaders say they strive to support all age groups.
0: Now to Indiana, where Governor Eric Holcomb last month signed into law a new measure that would allow folks to purchase and carry a handgun without receiving a permit, a move gun safety advocates predict will have serious consequences. Gerald King is with the Indianapolis-based group Hoosiers Concerned About Gun Violence.
1: It seems to us that large numbers of people who would not have Past background checks will now go to gun shops and buy guns.
0: With the passage of Indiana's law, nearly half of all U.S. states now allow permitless carry in some form. Several law enforcement agencies have also raised concerns the measure would streamline the process to acquire a gun, potentially flooding the state with deadly weapons. This is PNS. Habitat loss is threatening the wildlife lands and waters that hunters and anglers rely on. And a new report from the National Wildlife Federation outlines the consequences in states like Texas. Texas is home to tens of thousands of native animal and
3: plant species, plus a booming outdoor recreation economy that's worth about $31 billion a year, according to the Outdoor Industry Association. Aaron Kendall, NWF's director of sporting advocacy, calls habitat loss perhaps the greatest single threat to wildlife. Time is now. Can't take too much more habitat loss and continue to enjoy the things we've enjoyed in the past. The report says wildlife and plant species in the United States have lost an average of six and a half million acres of vital habitat over the last two decades. The amounts and consequences vary by species, but the outdoor recreation industry supports almost 300,000 jobs in the
0: Star State. Labor groups are spotlighting the critical role that education support professionals, or ESPs, play in Commonwealth public schools, and they're advocating for better pay and working conditions.
2: ESPs include paraeducators, custodians and maintenance workers, bus drivers, cafeteria workers, security officers, IT support workers, and more. The vast majority of ESPs earn less than $30,000 a year. Jahara Rodriguez is a educator in Worcester, and she says many ESPs live in low-income housing or struggle to meet other basic needs. I have a bachelor's degree. Most of these educators are also very, very educated. They have even masters, they have bachelors, they have associates, and we're not paying them what they deserve. The Massachusetts Teachers Association put together what it's calling the ESP Bill of Rights to demand a living wage, affordable health insurance, paid family and medical leave, job security, and recognition as educators, among others. Today and tomorrow, the union holds its annual ESP conference for professional development and networking.
0: Finally, Eric Tegetoff tells us April is National Volunteer Month, recognizing the time people give to help their local communities.
3: John Afril is with Hands-On Greater Portland, the largest volunteer center in Oregon, and a program of the United Way of the Columbia Willamette. He says the past two years of the pandemic have been challenging for nonprofits that rely on volunteers. However, Afril says interest in volunteering never fully waned.
1: One of the things that's been so rewarding in the past couple of years is seeing the influx of people really wanting to give back and support their community
3: AFL says social distancing rules and other regulations due to COVID-19 often meant organizations had to limit the number of opportunities available. His group pairs people with volunteer opportunities in the area that interests them. He says in pre-pandemic times, about 20,000 people used its site every year.
0: This is Roz Brown for Public News Service. Member and listener supported, heard on radio stations, your favorite podcast platform, and you can find our trust indicators at publicnewsservice.org.